When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans. We're we're alive. <laughs> we're alive. Only, only just. Only just. Only just. Um, yeah, I hope you're all doing well. We just said we wanted to pop on and have a quick chat about Sheffield United and uh, Aston Villa game at the weekend. And also, you know, just to, I suppose really there's a lot of thank yous to say to an awful lot of people who said an awful lot of kind words. And I think, Paddy, that's probably where we'll stay first. To start with, firstly, is... Um, Obviously, we interviewed Paul McGrath. We did the team sheet tantrum from there, um, from from the venue, and it was just an absolutely magical day. Um, just just like Carlsberg don't do days, but if they did, there would have been a day like that. And uh, the venue was perfect. The man himself was perfect. The win, the five nil win, was perfect, and the crack was absolutely ninety, as we say over here in Ireland. Like from the minute one, to, like there was a huge wait to get into the venue because we had to scan everyone in, and then it. Myself and Paddy thought, oh yeah, maybe about 40 minutes. Sure, not everyone's going to want to get their photograph taken with McGrath. <laughs> Two and a half hours later, we were still waiting for people to, to to get their photographs and their signatures, which was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, um, fair play to Paul for <clears throat> and, and his whole team that he had with him. You know, they were very, very affable. They, it was, you know, he had time for everybody and it was just amazing. It was just fantastic. And then obviously to get to talk to him, was just excellent. He's he is what you see in the tin. Meek, humble, uh, too humble. I called him up on it at one stage in this uh, on the stage for those of you who are there. You'll remember I called him up and him being himself being humble at one stage, and I drew him out of his shell to tell us how good he thought he was, and he did. Um, but no, just for me a fantastic day. And I want to say thank you to everybody that came. I want to say thank you to the venue and cask. I want to say thank you to Paul and Paddy. I want to say thank you to you for who without your extensive phone book this would never have been never been possible and I never even thanked you on the night but thanks a million 
Right. You don't need to thank me. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was four years in the making since since your other half asked me to uh, get Paul McGrath on the podcast like it was going to be just very easy. <laughs> but we got here in the end. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those amazing days where I remember we, we sat in the pub afterwards at about half 11 and just sat there and went, did that really happen? And you're looking, you're looking at people sitting around that big table from all over Ireland, all over the UK. And it was just an amazing coming together of people. It was unbelievable. I can't, I can't even say how I feel about the whole thing. I, I still, I still think I'm just still on a bit of a high, but no doubt there's going to be a, a drop off in that over, over the next few days. But uh, yeah, good job of a busy few days in work. So I won't have to worry about it for, for the next few, but uh there we go. At least, it's done in, at least it's done you're, you're, your busy days in work waited until after the event. I got a phone call at eight o'clock in the morning of the event. It's still, there was stuff <laughs> going down and did a bit yesterday and I'm at it today. But I, do you know what? It was great. It actually focused the mind an awful lot because uh, um, there was a lot to set up for the gig when we went in there on Saturday. And, uh, you know, couldn't have asked for any more help from anybody. They were absolutely fantastic. Everybody was. To your yeah, family who had sure. to sell, you know, who had to get people in and were, were there at the merchandise table and everything. And of course, my mother who, who stormed the stage in the middle of the podcast to open <laughs> up Palmer water. You know, if don't, anybody wants to see... Don't be giving all... Like, people haven't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, wait for it. Yeah, just, but just in case anybody doesn't know who this crazy lady is that's running up <laughs> onto the stage and grabbing Palmer <laughs> bottle of water in the middle of it. But look for my face. The absolute disdain, disdain for looking at <laughs> oh, my big moment, ma'am. Like, <laughs> never put your family, never ever. If the word to everybody, don't put your family in the front row. They're too close. <laughs> no, but seriously, th thank you to, to all. Uh, special thank you to Philip Drew from from the Leinster Lions, yes, who, who looked after Philip. who looked after Paul's needs for the whole time, and and to over. 200 people had to file past and, and take photographs and sign autographs. And he was as equally patient as Paul was. Um, it was a tough task, but he, but he got it done. And to all the lads, um, our friend Vinny from Cork, all the Limerick Lions all came in early and said, look, we're here. We might be drinking points, but just shout when you need anything and we'll uh, mm. we'll help you help away. And it was just brilliant. It was, a, it was just brilliant to have them there and to have their support. So thanks to everybody for all your help. And thank you. <clears throat> you tend to forget that unless people bought all these tickets, this wouldn't have happened. So thank That's you to everybody same. who came same. and made it such a roaring success. And for your patience, having to wait that amount of time to see Paul, you know, and I hope it was worth it because he signed absolutely everything. He took as many pictures as you like. It got a bit hairy at the end. And we were trying to get people through as quick as possible in, in the hope that we'd even get a few minutes on stage. But thankfully... He was great with his time, and we got mm -hmm. some uh, we got some lovely stories out of him and, and, and a, a nice chat. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those moments where we'll uh, we'll tell our grandkids if we, if we live to see them uh, all about the day that we we spent in Limerick with Paul McGrath. And it was great to bring it to Limerick. It really was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's your obviously your hometown, and 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 it's it's where I call home now. And it was great to bring. And give something back to Limerick and, and, and the hotels and the restaurants and the pubs. And I hope the cask had a really good day and, and uh, did very well at the bar. I'm sure they did, judging by the, the I was level, just about to uh, say. level of drunkenness <laughs> by about nine o'clock on, on Saturday night. And also the a big in the Kilmary Lodge went through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> 
a big, huge thank you to Unai Emery and the boys because that really topped off the day. Some idiot on the Team G tantrum said that we were going to win 5 0, and uh, we won 5 0. <laughs> Although, the same, idiot, what, what? the same idiot didn't put it. money on it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, Philip's son Nathan said that, that we were going to win 20 0, and to be honest with you. After after twenty minutes, it looked like he could be right as well. He could be right, yeah. <laughs> because Villa were unstoppable uh, for large portions of that first half, um, and and they like they had the, the game completely sewn up after twenty minutes. Uh, Villa were were awesome at times uh, in that game. Uh, clinical, our front four just started to hum, and of course, I got my flight over. Popped up from left back and got my goal as well. And on, on, on the day that was in it, uh, that was actually funny because I was on the phone. I was FaceTiming my uh, my my two kids before they went to bed. Out in the there's a courtyard area and there was two TVs and I was FaceTiming them. And of course, you'd be talking to everybody that was around. And um, as I was FaceTiming, I was looking at the TV and Moreno puts it in the back of the net. And a group of about ten fellas turned around and goes, "You scored, Neil! You scored!" <laughs> like obviously podcast watchers, you know. So that that obviously that in joke that's uh, that does go around. Um, it was funny though. But no, what a fantastic day! And and from minute one, Villa were just on it against Sheffield United. Tactics were were, were perfect. The um the mindset was perfect from Aston Villa away from home. And yes, look, the, the, the first goal it needed it needed the first goal for the for the other four to go in, but uh, you, you know Villa 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 looked they looked like a top four team in Sheffield United. Like I don't know what Wes Fathering was doing for a couple of uh, well, I don't know what he was doing for about sixty minutes of that match to be honest with you. But uh, Villa capitalised. We've got we've got into a situation now where we're in the top four. And we're now at the business end where the likes of Sheffield United, the likes of Luton and them, they can't park the bus. They need points on the board. So I would hope that the the, the talent we have will be good enough not to concede first and then go and break down these teams on the break as we did mm. absolutely majestically at times at the weekend. But And it didn't feel like we got out of tour gear at all and still we were just brilliant, you know. Um. And it was, uh, yeah, look, the, the game is still a bit of a blur, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about it. I watched the goals back and I watched Match of the Day um, on Sunday, but I uh, haven't had a chance to watch the match back yet. And uh, it was just to have 200 plus people in Limerick scream the place down when we scored. I, I saw, I was standing beside the sound engineer when we scored, and she went, I have never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was the second biggest roar of the night after we scored the first goal because the first biggest roar was when we were getting the game on and the projector, the projector was flicking it on and flicking it off. And it was like, hey, ooh, hey. it was like a day at the darts. It was absolutely fantastic. But Paddy, you mentioned there, you know, that uh, we didn't get out of third gear. And and obviously our first half being 4-0 up after a half an hour allowed us to look Douglas Louise went off because he was he was feeling ill. No um there's no uh, lasting effects from him there with anything there, I don't think. Um, Musa Diaby comes on for Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey put in another sterling performance in, in the 60 minutes he was on the team. We got John McGinn off to, for a bit of a rest and young Tim came in. And then, of course, Morgan Rogers comes on for Yuri Tielemans. But the one that I purposely left out there was that Ezra Konza left the field with Matty Cash coming in. And it looks like 
I suppose the only downer from that 5 nil seems to be that Ezra Kanza is going to be out for a couple of weeks and potentially more if uh, judge, just judging by what Matt Law said. I don't know if you've seen that because it just popped up yeah. like minutes before we went online. So, um, yeah, it's not, not an ideal bit of news, I think, uh, for Aston Villa. But, um, uh, but the, the important thing is that it, present. Yeah, the important thing is it is only a couple of weeks and also we have adequate cover. So, yeah. We're, we we could have, we could be in a worse worse position um to to lose players um obviously we're without Tyrone Mings but there is plenty of cover there <clears throat> so let's let's not worry too much about that and we'll see the extent of it over the next uh, well I suppose we'll hear from Unai Emery tomorrow uh, ahead of the Chelsea game so we we'll hear what he has to say and we'll um we'll worry about it then if it mm. some people are suggesting it's a dead leg if it is a dead leg that's fine. That's a week's time. He'll be fine, and and that report did say that he will miss the next two games, which is only a week. You know, which we we play week, yeah. we we play on uh, we play tomorrow and we play on Sunday. I would have really liked to have him for these two games. They're important games, but uh, look, we have the cover. We wish him well. He's obviously one of our favourites here on the podcast, and uh, yeah, that that's the only bad news to come out of uh, Saturday. Thankfully. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, and what, I suppose for, for from a planning point of view you know obviously you don't expect something like well exactly you don't expect something like that to happen to any of your players but when something like that happens so soon after the transfer window and you're like okay Josh Feeney's gone to Real Union uh then Donker's gone out of the club two potential people who could come onto the bench and be that extra player and then you think of oh wait Callum Chambers hasn't gone anywhere yet you know so uh you know keep ordering him could end up being a, a nice little parachute for us, you know, uh, that, that we might need need to call upon because outside of the two of those guys, you know, centre-half, who's the next person you're going to play in centre-half? I remember, like, probably Booba um, will probably be the next person that will, will be in there. He'd be the, the seventh centre-half centre we might play this season if it came to us. But look, we won't worry about that. That's catastrophic. Well, look, you have, we, we obviously have able replacements there in Diego Carlos and uh, Clement Longley. So that that will be the centre half yeah, yeah. partnership and, and on, on Wednesday. Powell is back soon. We've also Callum Chambers still there. Um albeit he's he's not the best of what we have there. So it's it's uh, it is frustrating that he will be injured, but let's let's not uh, get too hung up on it because there, there there's no. there's a team there capable of uh of winning the next two games, and that's what we've got to focus on now. Here we go. Miles Morris said it. It's Courtney <laughs> time. It's Courtney time. 
<laughs> that's Brilliant. yeah. Don't put it past it. I know. <laughs> and the Marble guard, Rob, Rob Warner's actually, yeah, Rob, Rob. For anyone who's in podcasting, got to witness Rob's jacket. Absolutely class. <laughs> the, the best dressed man at the podcast was Rob Warner. It was great to meet him <laughs> over the weekend. I introduced him to a place in Limerick called the Chicken Hut. And if you know, you know. That's all I'd say. If you know, you know. Um, but yeah, like like we've got Ken Kester Hayden back to going, you know, to covering it right back. So it's really only central, essentially, that you're really, really kind of uh, worrying about there from that point of view. But look, I know, I know, it's a month, but you know, it's it we. It's not nice. Like I'm, I'm trying to put the fucking sunny side out, side out with regards to the news. But we're supposed we wait for more regards to it and see what happens. But uh, I'll tell you, the shape McGrath was in at the weekend. I think we could, I think we could get a month out of him, Paddy. I think we get a month out of Paul McGrath if we were to put him straight <laughs> in there now, uh, register him and get him in there because uh, he was in rare shape. He put put me to shame anyway up there. My Winnie the Pooh body walking around alongside him, and he he in rare shape for a man of sixty what sixty four <laughs> years of age. So um. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. But um, Paddy, uh, like we we do have a big weekend coming up, you know, a big week. Sorry, should I say coming up? We've got uh, Chelsea on Wednesday. We have, which we'll talk more about in a, in a different podcast, I think. But and um, we've Chelsea on Wednesday, and then we have um, uh, we've United at the weekend. You know, some people say that it's their two defining games for the rest of the year. They're two games that make us more comfortable for the rest of the year, I certainly feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, even United Arms length with a draw, I think, at the weekend, for me, would be would, would be um, sufficient. Um, it's, it's in Villa Park, isn't it, the United game? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We were away on uh, St. Stephen's yeah. Day, Boxing Day. Yeah. They're, they're they're flying like you know United are absolute they're they're, they're pretty home. Now I know the the game against um uh, the game where Ma, where Manu had to had to score in the ninety seventh minute, but you know they're scoring goals again and they're dangerous. And we'll get onto that I suppose later on in the week. But I don't think that it's a defining week for the for the club. But I think it's a club that could make it a hell of a lot easier. Or a week that could make it a hell of a lot easier for the club being in in. In, in the hat for the FA Cup, um, and uh, you know, being 11 points ahead of Manchester United in sixth place, that's a nice little buffer zone to get, but we won't get ahead of ourselves with regards to that just yet. I think, I think we still have time to bask in the glory of the game at the weekend because, Paddy, and I know you haven't watched the game back, but you've watched the highlights. Every time I see that goal from Yuri Tielemans, the ball hits the bar and hits the ground another time. You know, it was just a rocket. And uh, I was sitting beside my parents in the front row watching it on the the big screen when that went in. And I was like, whoo. Like my my dad doesn't swear an awful lot, and I think he went, Jesus Christ, what was that? (laughs) It uh, It was great. And you know what? Like, he's somebody that's. It, it's, he probably needs that goal. I think he probably needs that goal, Paddy, to know that he's he's going to be playing that that, that position further forward. But um, of all the goals, that's the one that really really stands out to me um, from from the weekend. Uh, Bailey's goal. I thought like I watched. I listened to, to Dan Bardell. We've seen Bailey score that goal. What feels like a hundred times already. You know, that's his goal. Cuts in left yeah. foot in the back of the net, but. Um, Everybody I think, I think all the goals had so, something a little bit special yeah. in them as well. That Douglas Louise pass, <clears throat> my God! If that if that if that's hit by Messi, it gets shown again and again and again. What an incredible ball! What an mm. absolute inch perfect ball! 
Brilliant force touch from Ollie Watkins. Great finish. That's exactly the Ollie Watkins we want to see. We were buzzing after that went in, and and the team the team were pouring once once that once that goal went in. Um, mm. it's it's just it's just great for him. He, he's been on a, a barren spell, and to to get that goal coming two into this two, week, no. coming coming into this week when we when we need goals, and 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 look, Leon Bailey, he's nearly into double figures. I think he's, I think that's nine now. Is it? Yeah, Eight I or nine, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't... Yeah, so it'll be um, it'll be worth uh, be worth worth looking at that. But look, it's 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 five different goal scorers. Goals are coming from every angle. Um, McGinn, relentless, following in on that one. Uh, Ollie Watkins, obviously, great finish. Bailey, great finish. You, I love I love those balls that go in off the underside of the crossbar. There's something magical about them. Uh, anything that hits the woodwork and goes in, I love it. It just mm-hmm. it's it's aesthetically pleasing when it happens because you just know that you're an inch away from it coming back out into play. <laughs> you know, it's it's that tight, and it just when you see it, got hit the hit the bar back up, hitting the roof of the net. Brilliant stuff. Loved it. Uh, and, and and is it me? But then goals don't go in off the post or the crossbar that much anymore. Like they, no, it just does seem that way. A game back in the nineties, like I don't know what it is. I think it's because players were more prepared to shoot from ridiculous places. You know, there were ridiculous yeah, shots yeah. like back then. I don't know yeah. what it is. And goalkeepers may not have been as good. Well, the goalkeeper has nothing to do with whether it comes off the post or not. But um, people are probably a bit more outrageous with regards to that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, Paddy, uh, yeah, I was going. I was going to ask you who would your man in a match be, but I think it probably picks itself. Does it not? Well, uh, there's a lot of people you can pick. Like, you, you look at when, when it was needed, that double save from Emmy Martinez was magical as well. Um, yeah. He, 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 like, when, when you look at what Alisson did this weekend, it's very hard for someone to tell me that Alisson is a better goalkeeper than Emmy Martinez. Absolutely nuts. Shit himself on the biggest stage. Um, all across the board, all across the board, sure. I, thought the play, I thought the players were excellent. Kieran O'Callaghan says, goals don't go in off the post anymore since Nyland. <laughs> <laughs> Reference to the VAR one, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Reference to the... To, yeah, and as, as Rob Warner says, goals going in off the post. It's the sound. It's, it's the sound. sound of them hitting off the post, it, you know. Yeah. Every, everyone knows my favourite yeah. goal is that, that Steve Staunton goal at Old Trafford. Mm. And it's just that clunk boom, as it hits, the, hits mm. the post on the way in. John McGinn's goal against Sheffield Wednesday that hits the underside of the bar. Just something yeah. about it. It's just, just yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think going back to the man of the match. Sorry, I broke your train of thought there. Like the man of the match is Ali Watkins all day long. Like it's, uh, he was like a goal and two assists and the work rate he did up there. Like he, he hadn't lost three centre halves that they played at his ease. Like you know, they, they weren't, they couldn't get him in the NASA's roar of him. And when they did, he, he turned them every time. I thought he was absolutely superb. But like, as everyone says. And as we've been saying, I've been saying it for three years, even though I've been the conductor of the Ollie Watkins fan bus, he's streaky. Like he's all, and that's, and you know what? I don't think it's, it's, it's frustrating at times, but you know, that statistic that's out there at the moment, he's the only player, only player in the top 10 leagues to have 10 and 10, uh, 10 plus goals, 10 plus assists. Like, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's work, keeping around anyway, I suppose. <laughs> If anybody's listening to this, I mean, I'm being very facetious and when I say that, as in the fact that, of course, he's worth keeping around because he's uh, he's a lot more functional, I think, than, um, than like, 
take him out of the team and see where we go. I, he's one of those players, uh, is what I would say. But fair play to him. He's absolutely rocking it, and I hope he gets more goals this week as well because we're going to need we're going to need score goals to beat Chelsea, and we're going to need score goals to beat Man United. And maybe we might be the team that not only. If we go and beat Chelsea, maybe they get rid of Pochettino, and maybe them getting Pochettino gets the, makes them fall foul of the PSR rules, as has been uh, rumored today that they can't get rid of him because they gave him a contract for the rest of his life, and uh, it would cost too much to get rid of him. So, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see what what, what happens there. Um, I don't think we're going to ramble too much more about the game, as I say, but we will uh, take it in. I'm I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to at least watch the highlights <coughs> again there right before I, I hit the hay because uh, it's not often. What I was going to say it's not often Villa score five when we've scored six already this season in another game. But um, you know, it was the manner of the way that Villa just dismantled Sheffield United and then played with them like a cat with a ball of string. And even at the very death when Vinny so one of my most despised players in the Premier League is Vinny Sosa from um from Sheffield United, and it's kind of irrational. He just kicks people up in the air as all he does. And then when that goal was ruled off at the end, I did have a little. I, I had one of those uh, sadistic chuckles at the whole thing because not only did the commentators say, "Oh, Villa will be Villa will be annoyed," no, they didn't keep a clean sheet, and that's worrying. You know, Villa not able to keep a clean sheet this season, and then it was chalked off, and I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that couldn't have got any better. But um, yeah. yeah, as I said, five 0 versus Sheffield United and versus anyone, especially away from home, is special. And this team is special, and they're proving it this season. And long may they continue to do it. Paddy, in in the preamble to this podcast or in the Twitter, we said that we have another announcement. Do you want to do the honors in this one, Paddy? You want me to do the honors? Well, yeah, we we have alluded to it a number of times, but we do have a live podcast coming up in Birmingham. We're giving people a heads up of the date and the date only because we literally. Have no guest for this one. Um, not that's yet. not to say that's not to say we won't have a guest, but we've no guest as it currently stands. So mm. we will put the the um, we will put the tickets on sale in due course. But just to let people know that if they wish to travel, the live podcast will be on on the nineteenth of April, which is the weekend of the Bournemouth game. Bournemouth game. The Bournemouth game, if we're still in Europe, will more than likely be 2 o'clock on the Sunday. We're going to have the podcast on the Friday night um, from about 7 o'clock onwards. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I, better, I better run that one by the missus because I've, I've been saying to her that if, we're, if, if the game is on the Sunday, the podcast will be on the Friday night. If the game is on the Saturday, or it'll be on the Saturday night. If the game is on the Saturday, the podcast will be on the Friday night. But never, for, never fear, we'll be there. And if I if I can't make it for whatever reason, there'll be a cardboard cut out of me there anyway. Say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is on the Friday night. It's on the Friday night. It has it's to on be the on Friday the Friday night. night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that there's is not going to change. Yeah. And did we say? Um, did you say where it's on, Paddy? No, I didn't. So the venue for the live podcast is the Aston Inn. And yeah. why would we have it anywhere else but in Aston? 
Yeah, but the fourth one anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hope so, everyone can yeah, make it. Obviously. It's uh, it, it, it look it could it could have the makings of a, of a great long weekend for people, especially if we've got a home game on the on the Thursday night in Europe, and then the podcast on the Friday. If that's the case, we might do something on the Saturday, a bit of a get together, and then the match on the Sunday. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks. Here. No, I, I, I definitely, I, I don't even want to do that in the meantime. <laughs> definitely <scared>. not. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. That's something you know a lot of people have been asking us. And you know what? There was like forty five people from, uh, from Birmingham at the gig on on Saturday as well. And um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, a lot of people have asked us, you know, if we would ever. Uh, do something, you know, in Birmingham, and we will, and uh, it'll be on the nineteenth of April. So, really, really looking forward to it, and uh, looking forward to get to put faces to names because that was one of the beautiful things about this weekend. Lots of faces to a lot of Twitter handles and stuff like that. You know, I met some really great people, took their numbers. You know, there's a lot of people there out, out there that I've, you know, been looking for a meetup like we had at the weekend in Ireland and, and the one we had in September as well. Because as I've always said before, you know. The only villa fan in the village kind of a situation. There's a lot of people out there like that, and uh, and you know, there's a nice little community within villa fans. Not even with, with this podcast, but there's a lot of villa fans out there that want to want to bask in the glory of the of the team the way they are now at the moment. So, um, that's really what it's all about, and and, and hopefully yeah. we can uh, we can get to meet more people when we go over to Birmingham as well. Absolutely, and look, it's 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 it's, it's difficult for people. To get over from to Ireland and, co- and, and coming to Ireland is, is it'd nearly be cheaper to go to Birmingham for the weekend and book a hotel in Ireland at the moment. It's just go to crazy. It's eye watering what people are bloody paying for hotels in this country. So it'll be great mm. to go to, to to meet all these people that are uh, telling us to come and do it in in um, in Birmingham. So we've uh, we've gone with the Aston Inn and. They they've been great. They have everything booked for us. Everything is done. Our good friend Mark Wood, that's in the comments there, is is organising our sound and all that kind of stuff. So we'll uh, um, we haven't spoke about it in a while, Mark. But I hope you're still doing it. <laughs> Surprise, Mark! Surprise. Yeah. So we, we have the, we have this booked about three months, but obviously we knew that yeah. the Paul McGrath one was in was in the process of being finalised and trying to sort that. So we didn't want to confuse everybody. So. Now that it's done, it's out there, it's uh, it's booked, we're ready to go, and uh, over the next couple of weeks, I will try and uh, firm up some um, some guests. Um, there's a couple, there's a couple of people uh, said they'd come down that didn't particularly want to get up on the stage, but they'll they'll come down and have a few drinks with the with the the people that are there, a few ex players. But look, if if it's just the case that it's just me and you on the stage, that'll be it. But uh, what we'll try and do over the next uh, few weeks is um, is set something up that will make it a bit more attractive than just looking at our two mugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. And, um, yeah, and, and you know what? It's going to be the weekend of my birthday as well, so uh, feel free to lavish me with air bombs <laughs> if you want. I won't say no. I won't say no to that. Yeah, um, I was just about to say, it's, it's going to be my 40, but it's not, because I'm not 40 until the year after. Um, I, I think Mark says, I think, I think that means we're okay, would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and it, did you mention it was before the Bournemouth game as well, Paddy? Yeah. The Bournemouth before game, the Bournemouth yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Excellent. Excellent. Um, in case anyone hasn't noticed, I think both myself and Patty are going to fall asleep. We're, we're still wrecked after the podcast. <laughs> and usually, we, you know, as I say, it was such it was such an amazing experience. Uh, and, and I can't thank everybody who came uh, enough. But I will, again, just say thank you to everybody who came. And thank you to Mr. McGrath. He is watching this. Um, another thing that we have to have to say is that we, um, yeah, actually, and we'll, we'll, We'll try that out later in the week as well. Keep you guys guessing. Keep you guys guessing with regards to it. We'll try that out later on in the week, but it's uh, only something small. And um, keep an eye out on on, on socials for um, for another small bit of announcements as well later on in the week. But um, I'm going I'm going to leave you on that. I'm not going to leave you any any hints. Just going to leave you leave you guys on that one. Um, yeah, I got to hit the hay. It's uh, but thanks so much everybody for watching and for listening. And uh, we will be back probably tomorrow again. Well, I'll be back tomorrow again with a little Chelsea preview, and um, then we'll have a Chelsea team sheet tantrum and post match as well for the Chelsea game. And then straight into United coverage then after that as well. So hope you guys join us for that. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.